Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry in the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, brings a communion message about love and oneness. He implores us to come humbly, asking our Father to wash us and equip us to walk in this new day. Isaiah 43:19. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. We bless our hearts as we approach the communion. You know, I've been praying a lot, a lot for each one of us, you know, for the clarity. You know, but one thing that to me, you watch what God is doing and how he brings the fulfillment of his prophecies. And a lot of times it's not the way that we would do it. You know, you go over the prophets and you say, I will gather my people from the north and the south and the east and the west. I'm going to bring them back. I scattered them, but I'm going to gather them. But then if you look at throughout history, it's not always easy. And how much we resist, right? I mean, he's talking about Israel being sent out to Babylon, to captivity, for hundreds of years. And they prospered. They were successful. They were rich. You know, they were satisfied. They were in a comfort zone. A lot of them right now are. In Europe. You know, but it's almost like God allows persecution or disaster to move us out of where we are so we keep moving and making progress. You know, so we we have friends, you know, here that they lost everything. And they had to leave to save their lives, to move to Israel. And and I mean, I have information of the numbers of Jews in the Middle East before 48 and after. And how they all had to move But to me, you look at that, that's a disaster, right? Well, God said he's going to gather us. He wants a relationship with us. He did everything. He paid the price. God became man and gave his life for us so that we could be gathered, so that we could be redeemed. And I think that a lot of times we... We get to a comfort zone, a comfort place. You know, we 
take one step into the restoration of the church, and we have meetings with God, and then we say, well, that's good. We are in a good place. Right? We have some restoration of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have a family spirit. We have love for one another. And then we build another little village. But you're still far, far away from Jerusalem. From the land of promise. From the complete fulfillment. And God has to work his plans. And say, no, 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 no. We're not quite there yet. And this is what I've I've been feeling is like, I was comfortable in a walk with God. You know, we, we were all comfortable. We had a good thing. We don't have many problems. We are doing, you know, pretty good. We come twice a week. We worship. You know, we pray. <laughs> we read the Bible sometimes. Right? And then God comes and, like, shakes the rug, removes the rug out from under you. And you have to go, like, I need more of you. I need to know you. I need to understand your drive to have a relationship with me. Not under this umbrella of something under guardians and managers, you know, but like, I want you. You know, and then Ephesians 4, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you guys can read this. He starts like verse 2, with all humility and gentleness and patience, showing forbearance to one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. You start with the unity of the Spirit. We are one by His Spirit. We are one because there is one Lord, one baptism, one sacrifice, one way, one truth, one life. So we start in this unity of the Spirit. This is what God is working with us. Say, I'm going to work on this unity, this oneness. I pray that you be one as the Father and I are one. So that the world may believe. This oneness is not for us to work out our problems. Not that we agree in everything. We're never going to agree on everything. Right? That's not the point. The point is that are we going to be one or not in this spirit? There's one body and one spirit, and also one, you were calling one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. And he goes on in verse 11, and he gave some as apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints. Lord, equip us. He's working in a way to equip us. 
Equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. This is where we are. God is looking to find ways to get us to this point here. As a result... We're no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of man, by craftiness in deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. We bless this for us. When Joshua was ready to take the people to cross the Jordan, the Lord appeared to him, right, with a drawn sword. It was a, a, a time of transition. When they crossed the Jordan, everything changed. Their diet had to change, right? The manna ceased, but they carried the manna inside the ark, and that never got bad. They always had that manna living in the ark. They always had a, a, a remembrance of how God led them through the wilderness. But now they had to grow up, be circumcised, right? They roll away the reproach of Egypt and take the land. Our diet is changing. <laughs> Our scenery is changing. We have the manna in the ark that will never go bad. But now we're gonna eat the corn of the land. We're gonna eat the fruit you know, the, the wineries of the giants. But we take the strength and the enabling and the equipping for this oneness in the spirit. I, I thought about bringing here, I have the, the Torah with commentators of all the sages throughout the centuries. So for each verse of the, the Genesis, for instance, you know, you have like three or four commentators, you know, some from like the 7th uh, century, 11th century, and they all disagree. <laughs> you know, they, they, each one of them has a different idea of what, what really was happening. But it doesn't matter. Because we all know in part, and we prophesy in part, and we see as like through a mirror. You know, so to me, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to argue. You know, like I don't want to argue that, you know, the elephant is this big flappy ear, and they know the elephant is like a tree. What a waste of time. You know, I want to hear what you have to say and say, wow, I never thought about that. 
I was not working that one is this one unity of the spirit until we get to the unity of the faith. You know why promote the walls? <laughs> if God is working for us to be gathered, I will gather you. I will bring you. I will work out the problems. Just trust me. Give yourselves to speaking the truth in love and the unity of faith. Then you're going to stop being taken by every wind of information. Nobody's perfect. I am the only one perfect, God says. Not me. Just grow. Feed on me. Feed on my nature. Don't forget the sacrifice. Don't for, forget the price that has been paid. We bless this. We bless this communion. Lord, let us never, never take it for granted. You were broken for us. So that each one of us becomes a piece of this puzzle. That your body may come together again. Your body of a many-membered body. A house of living stones, right? Yes. Lord, let there not be any living stone missing in your house because of our immaturity and our holding on to grudges and a partial revelation of who you are. You know, I was thinking a lot about this. We, we have been under, thank God for the teaching that we have. You know, but a lot of the emphasis that we had was to be a disciple. The Lordship of Jesus Christ. The discipline. You gotta do this, right? And I, I, I'm thankful for that. I think he created something. Like an army, right? A people driven. But I wanna, you know, I want to know other aspects of God also. I want to know his love. I want to know him as a father. I had some scriptures, you know, I will be a father to you, and you're going to be my sons and daughters. And that's what I want to take in this communion this morning. Lord, be a father. Review your love for each one here. And we repent of our wrong concepts about you that we carry from the past, with, from experiences that we had with our natural parents, right? With people that we met, with pastors and leaders. We say, Lord, none of this is going to limit my revelation of who you are today for me. I don't want to carry the idols, the images of the past. 
into a new relationship with you, into a new day. And, but this is not easy. Because a lot of the experiences that we have had, they are like, they are like scars in our hearts. And we have to come and ask before the communion altar and say, Lord, please, wash, help me. Even the memories, the unforgiveness, the bitterness, the hurts. Because I don't want to carry that into this new day in my walk with you. I want to know you as a father. I'm glad you're the king of the universe, but you can also be a father, right? You are the king of the universe, but I want to just cuddle with my dad also. And that's okay. If you're the king of the universe, that's okay, but I want to I know you in a different way also. Not just as this austere God is going to bring judgment to all the gods of Egypt, whatever. I want to receive your love in a, in a new way. We bless this. Lord, reveal your love to us. You know, in Exodus 33, Moses changes God's mind. And he's saying, if you're not going to go with us, do not even take us from here. You know, why, why would we go forward without you? You know, and then God said, okay, okay, read it later. Okay, you found favor in my sight, so I'm going to show myself to you, and I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to do everything that you're asking me. And I'm saying, Lord, I don't want you just to be a, a decent God anymore. I want to end this DNA that we have in our midst that we cannot receive your love. I want that to change. I want that to change. So the, I want you to do a, a heart surgery, open heart surgery that you remove that DNA that cannot receive and relate to you as a loving father. And we are thankful for your lordship. But now we want to we want to experience real sonship. And I walk with you. Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.